Hey, it's Thanksgiving week, everyone. A triple header of NFL action coming at you starting at noon on Thursday. All six of the teams playing Thanksgiving lost in week 11. So three of the six will experience a bounce back performance in week 12. Welcome to the November 23rd Father, Son, and Holy Sport weekly podcast. What's up, T? What's going on, G-Man? Here live in the Clawfist, love and life. I got my Bearcats gear on. I got my Bearcats flag. Just have to mention, we made it ah. into the top four college football playoff. Excited as hell for that. Excited as hell for my Bengals to get another dub. Thanksgiving weekend, food, football, nothing better. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. Congrats <laughs> to your Cincinnati Bearcats there. And, hey, we're going to have a great show here coming up here for everybody. Hey, hey, all you out there, have you checked out our shows? We've got all kinds of clips and segments for you to check out. And we got the big podcast. But we got a 15-minute fantasy football show to help you win your league. T-Money, 57% accuracy on his cold picks this year. We got the T-Ross chug and chant, watching T-Money chug and talk for five minutes about what's irritating them. Hey, and we got the top big bets show around giving you the wagers so you can make some cash against the spread baby hey we got it coming for you look for these shows wherever you watch your podcasts and posts we're on all the platforms at father son and holy sports hey don't forget to press the like and subscribe man we're trying to break 1,000 subscribers on youtube hey uh Let's kick it off with the Ross Rundown. Y'all, welcome oh, yeah. to the Ross Rundown. Thanksgiving week, T-Money, November 23rd show. We got Thanksgiving coming up here. Hey, let's talk first about the team that's really surprising everybody out there in the NFC that keeps on winning, Arizona. Can they win now without Kyler? Should they be able to make it all the way to the Super Bowl with Kyler? Hey, they can clearly win without him two weeks in a row, and it's just been a stomping, and it's been very impressive. And I think this actually does bode them well to win the Super Bowl because in the past, it's always been they don't have the pieces. They don't have the defense. You know, is Kyler good enough? It doesn't look like Kyler needs to be a superstar anymore. And they're winning with Colt McCoy at quarterback and their defense the past four weeks has held good teams to 21, 17, 10 and 13. Their defense has been shutting people down. And Kyler is obviously more explosive than Colt. But man, this team looks complete. They even lost J.J. Watt and they're still balling on defense. Love the Cardinals right now. They're doing something special this year. And there's four teams, the NFC with three losses. Arizona is alone with two losses, but they're not running away with it. Still, those three lost teams are hanging around. They're on a bye this week. When they come back, they have the Bears and then the big game against the Rams on Monday Night Football on December 13, man. It'll be a good one. It'll be a good one, man. I'm excited for these Cardinals. Kyler's doing his thing. But let's move on here. The Chiefs, big win versus one of the favorites in Dallas. What Are the Chiefs now the favorites? Like, what, what, what does this mean, Gary? Hey, you asked me the same question last week. You know what I said? <laughs> We're going to find out this week when they play Dallas. That's true. And they showed it, man. Their defense looks better. Their defense is starting to step up. Could that defense be, you know, the thing that helps them move along here? And CEH is back. CEH looked good. Yeah. I thought I thought he was looking good. So the Chiefs have now won four in a row. 
Yeah, it's been impressive. They're now the Vegas favorite over Tampa. So they are the favorite by Vegas bettings odds. So they got to be the favorite, right? And you're going to tell me that they're going to beat one of the original NFL Super Bowl favorites and the Cowboys who are having a great season and they beat them. Their defense holds Dallas to a touchdown without a touchdown, the number one offense in football, and they win without Patrick Mahomes scoring a touchdown. That's got to be scary for everyone else. When the defense is playing that elite and Patrick Mahomes doesn't score a touchdown, that's probably the worst game he's going to have this year. So good luck, everyone else. Well, look at the Chiefs now coming back into everybody's heart again. Hey, they're (laughs) on a bye this week. Then they come back. They got a two-game homestand, Broncos and then the Raiders. Two Two games they can win. Hey, let's go to... The AFC up there in the cold country in the Northeast talking about the Patriots. You know, Tom Brady took it to the Patriots last year, winning that Super Bowl, man, really hurt him. Well, now the Patriots have climbed back and rebuilt themselves. What do you think, Team Money? Are they finally over Tom Brady? I got to say no. (laughs) This this has been impressive. I will say what a five-game win streak they're on, right? Like, this has been awesome. And, you know, the biggest thing here, they're leading the division, which is shocking because Buffalo was such a heavy favorite a couple weeks ago. But Mac Jones can't win you a championship right now. And you can't be over Brady unless you have a quarterback that can win you a championship. Coaching, great defense can get you to the playoffs. And that's what they're doing, especially when they're playing a lot of bad teams and a lot of bad quarterbacks. So I don't know if Mac Jones is the answer here, man. He's This is his past four weeks, 207. 198, 139, 217. That's the yards he's throwing per game. They're all wins, but it's not because of him. He's a compliment to the rest of the team. Of course he's a compliment because they're a team. (laughs) T-E-A-M. There's no I or Mac in team. No, No, they're a great team. They got a hell of a running game. Ramondre. Man, that guy can run. Damian Harris. That running game, man, you can't stop that running game. And you got the play action with Mac. They got a good team. Their Solid team. Is stout. Yeah, they can win it with Mac Jones. They can a win Super it with Bowl him. or a playoff game. There's a two different well, I questions. Think they can make to the, I think they can make it to the AFC Championship. Yeah, I think they can do that. I'm not predicting it. Look at I'm G-Man saying that with they the can. hot take for once. I love it. I got to push him. I got to push him. Hey, towards it. All right. the Titans come to New England <laughs> 1 o'clock Sunday. What's going to happen when the Titans come up there oh. to New England? Titans kind of reeling, man. And can they? can New England get them? Uh, Two teams going in two different directions. Patriots favored by six in that one. Shocking. What the heck, man? Hey, all right. We'll see what happens. But, hey, the Bills had a game this weekend and got absolutely annihilated. It was, uh, I mean, these guys have just been on a downward spiral, it seems, the past few weeks. And I've told you all this. But, (laughs) Gary, I got to ask again since I've been asking it for weeks. Are the Bills overrated? (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you say overrated, I got to look at the odds to win the AFC championship and they're still plus 350 to win the AFC championship tied with the chiefs. The chiefs and the bills are tied now to win that AFC championship followed by the Ravens and the Patriots tied in that third slot. So in terms of the standings, the Patriots have passed up the bills, but in terms of Vegas, the bills are still ahead of the Patriots. Okay, so answer my question. 
Hey, I, you get the feeling that the Bills are going to write the ship. You get the oh, feeling man. that the Bills are going to get this on track. Bills Mafia needs to write you a love letter because I don't know what ship you're on. The Mayflower, the, the first one <laughs> across, because I don't know. I'm more like they just sailed into the Bermuda Triangle type shit. Okay, uh, no, that's no, the ship no. that they're on. Okay, I think they're fine. I think they're fine. Gary, they lost hey. to Jacksonville and they just got completely demolished by the Colts. It's supposed to be the number one defense in football. They let 41 points get on the board. Come on. I don't think it's the downfall of the Bills is the story in the AFC East. I think the story of the AFC East is the Patriots, the resurgence of the Patriots, and the downfall of Miami. The Dolphins are the ones that are the downfall. The Bills are right where they should be. They're right in position. They've had a couple dinks and dunks, but they're fine. A lot of hey, dunks. Bills are four-point favorites on the Thanksgiving nightcap against the Saints. They're right. favored by four. We'll see. Hey, let's stay in the AFC. Let's talk about the Colts since you like the Colts so much, and so do I. JT just running like a madman. They dismantle the Bills. Are they now a contender in your mind? Gary, let me just tell you this from the beginning. You doubted me when I said the Colts were legit. You hated on Carson Wentz. And I know Justin or Jonathan Taylor's your boy. I know JT's your boy, okay? But you doubted me when I said the Colts are legit. They got Carson Wentz's quarterback, who's playing way better than Phillip Rivers did. He turns the ball over a little crazy sometimes. But with that run game, with Jonathan Taylor, who should be leading the league in the MVP right now, this guy is on a tear, eight straight games with a touchdown. I mean, the guy had five touchdowns. I mean, it was unbelievable what he did. What, was the number one defense. What this did is I a tell contender. you? This Carson Wentz had to do to be successful. Get the ball to JT. They wouldn't give him the ball. Carson Wentz just kept throwing the ball like he's like he's uh, you know the top quarterback in the league. He, no, hand the ball off and run it, man. And now they finally started doing that. They are. They are. Tampa Bay at the Colts Sunday at one. That's going to be a ball game. Tampa Bay only favored by two and a half, and over under is fifty one. Highest over under spread of the week is this Tampa Bay Colts game. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited to see this Colts team actually go up against another elite team. So we'll see. But let's move on here to the Eagles, man. They get a big win versus the Saints. The Saints were a good team. They shut down Tom Brady a week or two ago. I mean, they, that's a solid team there. And quietly, the Eagles have gotten into a little NFC East contention here, maybe even playoffs. Wow. What's up with Jalen Hurts? Do they the Eagles got to keep him long term now? What do you where do you see with the Eagles this year and long term with Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I don't know where you come up with these questions sometimes, man. Talking about Russ leaving Seattle. Now you're talking about do they keep Jalen Hurts long term? Hey, hey it's all on. about winning, man. We're talking about the NFL. They've won three of their last four games. They're now three games behind Dallas. They're going to be favored. In the next five games before they face Dallas in January. Yeah. Watch out, man. Jalen Hurts is coming. Hey, I've been on the Jalen Hurts train since day one. They've won three <laughs> out of their last four, scored over 24 points in all of them, even their loss, over 40 points in two of their wins. Look, Jalen Hurts doesn't look like the stereotypical quarterback. I get that. And he does some weird stuff. He's not an elite passer. But there's a spark with this guy. There's something special. And when someone yeah. special is on your team, no matter what he is, you keep special. 
Okay. Hey, that's just how this works. The Eagles are going to be dumb if they let Jalen Hurts go. But hey, right now, mark it down. Eagles make the playoffs. Nick Eagles Saban, make the playoffs. Nick Saban let special go when he went to Oklahoma. Nick Saban wanted to it. You know, that's fair. That's and, fair. You know, Hurts' fourth career game with multiple rushing touchdowns, tied with Cam Newton for the most such games by a quarterback in their first two seasons. The guy's setting records. Impressive. Here's the downside. His completion rate is only 62%. It's not horrible. That's 29th in the NFL. It is moving up. It's getting better. But yeah, it's getting better. That's his downfall hey, right there. Market, they make the playoffs. Uh, ESPN Power Football Index gives Philly a 39% chance to make the playoffs. There you go. All right. We'll see. Not that. Not out of the realm of possibility. Hey, we hope you're loving the new Ross Rundown, a special segment brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sport. This show is sponsored by Woundwise IQ. Woundwise IQ is a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that's used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store. You're ready to go. Learn more at WoundwiseIQ.com. Did you know that we love you? Hey, if you love the show, press that like and subscribe. Look for us on all the platforms at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. If you're interested in being a guest on the Ross Rundown, come on, man. Reach out to us. Team oh, Money yeah. should be a fun Thanksgiving football triple header Thursday. Going to miss hanging out with you, though, man. Oh, yeah. Going to be a good one. Can't wait for some awesome games this weekend. All right. Hey, well, all right. All right. Hey, let's move on then. I'm going to do this here. We got a big chugging chant coming for you, right? Live. So let's do this thing. Welcome in to this week's chugging chant sponsored by Help Me Startup Baby. You know, it's T Money back in the cloth is about to chug this Bud Light. Tell you how it is. You know, I always got some words for some underperforming teams and some guys I'm just not a fan of. I got one coming for you, right? You know, down south from my Midwest roots, I got one coming. Let me chug this and tell you what I'm feeling. Down south from your Midwest roots, huh? All right. All right. Woo! Man. All right. The guy can chug it in I the clothes. Now I'm going to chant it. This is what I'm coming for you. The Titans, man. I've been telling you. I've been telling you. I've been telling you. Just like I've been down on the bills. I've been down on these Titans now. I love Derrick Henry. That guy's MVP level talent here one of the best in the league but these titans they look overrated they lose to the texans they can barely score the ball versus one of the worst teams in the league i told you america weeks ago these guys are not going to do anything when ryan Tannehill is your quarterback hey they can make the playoffs they can maybe go 500 that's cute but they ain't winning any super bowls i don't care if your record is the easiest left in the nfl they lose to the texans when you lose your best running back in the league you're a fish out of water when the only thing ryan Tannehill's good at is play action pass okay congratulations texans on making the first round in the playoffs and then losing in wild card weekend you're overrated you're done for the year g man tell me you feel at least something similar to me on these Titans. Yeah, I feel something similar, but I don't think they're done for the year. Okay. Because I think Derek Henry will make it back this year. And Ooh. then the snake's body will be all back together. Cause right now <laughs> the head of the snake is gone. His name's Derek Henry, as you said. Okay. And without him, 
they're a different team, okay? So he suffered that Jones fracture on Halloween. He was placed on IR on November 1st. The timeline six to 10 weeks. So if you look at that, week 15 is the six weeks, week 18 is the nine weeks. So they come in there, they could rest him until the playoffs. The playoffs start right after that. Wow. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I like them if Derrick Henry is healthy. If he is not 100%, that is a different human. If he is 90%, he is too big to have that sort of injury. He has to be a wrecking ball and take every hit. So I might have to eat my words here, but I love them with Derrick Henry because that guy's so freaking talented. But right now, everyone was saying they're cakewalk for the first seed and all this. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're still elite. No, no. They're they're sitting there at eight and three. They're sitting there at eight and three. The Colts are six and five. So they got that two game edge right there. I think they're trying to limp their way and into the playoffs and try to make it, you know, split, split from here on out until Derek gets back because they obviously have not brought in an RB one. They could have brought in someone that could have been like Derek Henry and it's not Adrian Peterson. Yeah. They just got cut today. Yeah. Uh, So they they could have done that. They could have brought in a stud, but they did not do it. Hey, we hope you love the chug and chant this week brought to you by father, son, and Holy sport. You know that we love you. And if you like us, Press the like and subscribe. Look for us on all the platforms, wherever you're watching your podcasts, at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Thank you to Help Me Startup for sponsoring the T-Ross Shug and Chant. Help Me Startup. Do you have a startup or a new company idea? Want to get help from the experts to help me startup? Try the easy-to-use startup tools and advice to help you get moving and on your way toward investment and success. Help Me Startup. Dot co, not dot com. Help me start up dot co. Hey, Very if you're being a sponsor or guest chugger, you want to be a guest chugger and guest chug with T Money, let us know. T Money, going to be a fun week, baby. You ready for Thanksgiving? Can't wait, man. Excited. Let's see if these Titans can actually do something for once because I'm not sure they can. All right. All right. Hey, we're going to go to the Big Bet Show sponsored by. Oh, sorry, no, no, it's not sponsored. We already sponsored. We already got a sponsor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was that? We love when was that? It's a new segment. It's a With us for the beginning. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Big Bet Show special Thanksgiving week show here for it's a segment of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport podcast. What's up, T? What's going on, man? Excited to get these big bets out there. G-Man has been killing it this year, so listen to this, man, because he is on another level. Hey, I appreciate that. appreciate that. 71% accuracy against the spread this year. <laughs> G-Man, most of the guys out there, and the, I've been looking at all the stats. They're mostly 500. You know, it's crazy, man. Hey, we got some big games. G-Man's got to focus because people are listening to us, right? Hey, we kicked the week off with a triple header Thursday. Sunday, we got 10 games in the afternoon, followed by the Sunday nighter, which should be a good one. These guys behind me, the Browns, Mm -hmm. take on the Ravens Sunday night. And then Monday night, we got Seattle, Washington. So, hey, welcome to the Big Bet Show, brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sport. If you like what you're seeing every week, press the like and subscribe. All our clips and shows are on YouTube, but you can find us wherever you play your podcasts or catch your posts at father son and holy sport let's start with our picks of the week we got three picks for you we got the lock of the week 
we got the dog lock of the week, which is a dog we think can win. And we got a new one for you, the prop lock. We're going to give you some player <laughs> props that are going to help you win some cash, baby. Hey, let's go first to G-Man's lock pick of the week. Come I'm on. going to Ford Field in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day, the first game at 1230. You might be eating turkey when this happens. It's the Bears minus three and a half versus the Lions. Okay, did you know this, T-Money? Excluding the Cowboys, the Turkey Day favorites are 27-7 and seven against the spread. They cover 79% of the time by seven and a half points or more. And road favorites are 10-2 and two against the spread, visiting Detroit on Thanksgiving. The Bears have won six of seven against the Lions. They've won three in a row in Detroit, two of which were on Thanksgiving. The Bears won by 10 over the Lions when they played in October. So does that kind of get you to lean where I'm going here? I don't care what the Lions are doing with or without Goff, okay? They don't have a good offense. I'm going Bears to cover the three and a half while you're eating your turkey and kick off your holiday festivities. Woo! I don't know who the hell your statistician is, but I need him on my side here. That was a lot <laughs> of information, but yeah, hey, well, people I like that information. You. I trust people you. Like this that. is you. You know what you're talking about. Your statistician does. You know you're doing things that I. I can't got a back room about. full of people back here. I, I got clearly, because I am not on your level this year. Not even close. <laughs> Let me go with my dog lock of the week here, man. No, you go on your pick of the week. No, my my pick locks are. You got me flustered with all these statistics. You know. Wait, I just, man. I'm all feel you got, you know, your last decade worth of games here. My God. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go my lock pick of the week. Chargers minus one and a half versus the Broncos. Broncos just let Jalen Hurts run all over them. They've lost five of their last seven. This, uh, you know, is a blowout. I, I really believe that it's a division game. The Chargers know how important this is. They're close behind the Chiefs. They can't slip up here. This offense is rolling. Just scored 40-plus versus solid Steelers defense. So I think that this one-and-a-half line is shocking to me. And other than the Broncos, you know, catching the Cowboys off guard, they have not looked great in the past two months. So give me the Chargers all day here. That does seem like a low line. I like your pick, man. Let's go to the dog lock, which is a dog that we think can win the game. G-Man's five of the last six dog locks have won the game outright. I'm going to go this time back out to Levi Stadium. I know I've went there before. Yeah. Out there where T-Money's come at. Come on, come to, uh, come the, to Vikings. the day, baby. Here we go. The Vikings are coming to town Sunday afternoon at 425. The Vikings have beat the Chargers and the Packers in the last two weeks. Think about that. Chargers and Packers both went down to the Vikings. They got their third straight against the spread cover last week. They're 5-0 and against the spread as an underdog. 3-0 and against the spread as an away underdog. 6-3 and straight up the last times they've played San Fran. I'm going to ride the hot hand. Kirk Cousins and Woo! Vikings bring it to me. The Vikings against the Niners going to take them down. Man, the Vikings have had so many close calls this year. It has been insane. I think they've had eight games within one possession that they, you know, are like six and two in, or two and six in. They've lost like an, a crazy amount. They finally got one versus the Packers. So I like that. They've been close on every game this year. So wouldn't surprise me. They win my dog lock though. I'm rolling with the hot hand, the MVP favorite now versus 
the guy who everyone thinks is going to win the MVP. And that's Jonathan Taylor over Tom Brady. Doglock, Colts Ooh. plus three at Tampa Bay. Colts have won five of their last six on the back of JT, just carrying them left and right. Tampa Bay's not looked good, and especially versus any team that's decent. They played around with the Giants this past Monday night and let them hang around a little bit. I just think the Colts are on a hot, hot streak. As long as Carson Wentz does not turn this ball over, I think that the Colts can win this one. All right, I like that. I like that, man. I love it's a big game right there. I can't wait to see that game. I like your pick, man. Let's go to the player prop lock. We're gonna give you a player that you should put your cash on. I got another Thanksgiving special for you going to the night game. Did you know Thanksgiving nighters T Money are under 10 and 4? They go under by six points, and they've went under for six straight. So okay. we're talking about low scoring game here. I think Dallas is going to run this ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run Zeke. And they're up against so a terrible defense. So they're going to crank the ball. They're going to run the ball. Okay? I think that's the kind of game we're looking at here. Dak is averaging 246 yards per game the last three games. I haven't seen the final prop for him. I think it's going to be around 300 yards passing. He's going under that, man. Under for Dak. Under 300 yards passing. Okay. I like it. That's what they should have done versus the Chiefs. They got away from the run early, and I think that was a bad decision. So hopefully they get back to it. My prop bet, I'm not going player. I'm going first half total points in the Browns-Ravens game. I know you're you know, looking out for that one. You got the boys on the backs uh, of your background there, but Browns-Ravens first half total points is 23.5. I think both offenses come out firing. This is going to be a big slugfest. The Ravens can't really stop the run. The Browns defense has been bad. Lamar Jackson's almost fresh because he hasn't played in two weeks. And then I think it gets tight in the second half. So I don't want to take the full over, but I like the first half over of 13 or 23 and a half as my prop bet this week. Well, I not only, I like that. And I not only like Chubb to have a really, really big week, but they yeah. have to have a big week. I think their backs are against the wall. They're six and five. They're in last in their division. Yeah. They got to win this game. Exactly. The pressure's on. Let's see it, Brownies. Come on, man. Hey, we hope you love the new Big Bets football show, a special segment brought, brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sport. You know that we love you. If you love the show, press the like and subscribe. Look for us on all the platforms at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. If you're interested in being a guest on our Big Bet show, reach out to us. T-Money, hope all your picks hit this week. Oh, you know they will, baby. I'm here to make money. That's T-Money's name. Come on, let's do it, man. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Good luck. Let's move on. Let's do it. Let's hit this fantasy show. Let's go to the fantasy show. Hey, welcome to the special Thanksgiving week. Fantasy football show is a special segment of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport weekly podcast. What's up, T? Hey, excited, excited. Big win versus G-Man this past oh, week. Oh, man. Uh, it was, it was put so up much some points on me. Uh, I put up some points. My team's just coming into form finally. Excited, excited to talk you some You are fantasy. peaking. You're going to be tough to beat, but if anybody can do it, man, G-Man's team is ready. Oh, yeah. Hey, you got a good one. It's week 12, only three weeks left in the fantasy regular season. 
It's about positioning for the playoff and the seeding, man. All you teams out there, only two teams are on a bye again this week. The Chiefs and Arizona are on a bye. So if you have their top players, you got to move it around. But, hey, we have a fun week coming up here with a triple header on Thanksgiving. That's going to be fun. Hey, y'all, if you like what you're seeing, press the like and subscribe. You can find us wherever you look for podcasts. Listen to your podcasts. We're everywhere at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Let's kick it off with our hot and cold segment. G-Man's going to give you the hot players who will be good GFS, DFS plays, or do you want to make sure you start? Team Money, going to give you cold players. You better watch out, man. They're going to break your heart. We keep telling you that, and you let us break your heart. All right. Hey, let, keep in mind, we're recording the shows on Tuesday, so a lot can change from our show. But, hey, man, we're giving the best we can. Hey, I'm going to go to our picks here, starting off with quarterback. I'm going with a hot pick for the quarterback. All right, let's go. I already talked about him once. Kirk Cousins of the Vikings, my hot quarterback, projected at 17.9 at a big week last week, man. 341 yards, three touchdowns against Green Bay, 25 fantasy points. He's now had more than 21 points through the last five weeks. This matchup against the 49ers, they ranked 27th against opposing fantasy quarterbacks. Hey, if you're streaming quarterbacks, go get Kirk, fire him up. He's going to beat 17-9. All right. I like it. Kirk's been great this year, so we'll see. My cold QB of the week, though, Tom Brady. I'm coming for you, Tom. I've been coming for you every week. I love you. I got your jersey in the back here from Michigan, though, because it's been that long. You're slowing down here. Brady projected at 22.7 versus Indianapolis. He only had 19 on Monday versus the very crappy New York Giants. They don't have a great defense. You know, Indy, one of the best defenses in the league. They actually lead the league in total turnovers as well. So they're going to turn that ball over. And yes, that means interceptions for Tom Brady. He's only had over 20 points two of the last five weeks. I think Tom Brady is the cold QB of this week. What's his number? 22.7, good sir. 22.7. Okay, that's a lot of points. But if anybody can do it, Tommy can do it. Hey, I'm going to go to the running backs, the hot running back. I'm going with the guy behind me, man. He's only projected for 14-2. Chubb carried the ball 22 times last week for 130 yards, two receptions for 14 yards, and a touchdown, 22 fantasy points. I don't care if Kareem Hunt's coming back. He's showing that even with Kareem Hunt in the lineup, he can still get his points. So I think that doesn't make a big difference. Not as big as they're saying here. Baltimore's 21st against opposing running backs. So a great matchup here. So, hey, man, 14.2 points. Nick Chubb going to beat that number. I like that. I think he definitely beats that. But my cold running back here, this is the last time I'm doing this. I'm not doing it again, but at some point it's going to happen. Jonathan Taylor, okay? What? At some point it's going to happen. How dare you go against him? I'm sorry, Gary. I did it again. My last time was 21.8 versus Tampa Bay this week. Okay. I said he's going to run all over Tampa Bay. I think he is, but Tampa Bay is eighth best in fantasy versus yeah. the run. They have a stellar defensive line. That's the, probably their strongest unit on their team is their defensive yeah. line. So they're going to make the Colts pass a lot. 
And I just think he cannot continue to go this long, scoring this many touchdowns in this many straight games. I think it's eight or nine straight games now with a touchdown, which is insane. I think he could run for a buck 30 and not score. And that puts you at 13 points. I don't think he gets 21.8. This is the last time I'm doing this. Last time I'm going at some point, it's like betting on black and it keeps hitting red. At some point, that roulette table is going to hit black. You just got to keep doubling down. So I, this is the last time. I hope you don't win that. Hey, let's go to <laughs> wide receivers. Let's go to wide receivers. My hot wide receiver. I'm going back to him again. I told you guys last week to go with Elijah Moore. I'm going to lead Elijah Moore again. Last, Moore caught, last week, Moore caught eight of 11 targets for 141 yards and a touchdown. He also added 15 yards running. He had 30 fantasy points. He's only projected for 12.6, okay? He's been double-digit fantasy points the last five weeks in a row. Come on, man. Fire him up against Houston. They rank in the bottom half of the NFL against opposing wide receivers. Elijah Moore. Riding the hot hand, ain't he? All right. Well, let's move on to my cold wide receiver of the week. DK Metcalf, 15.4 projection versus Washington this week. They have an awesome defensive line. Uh, Chase Young is hurt, but the rest of that D-line, those linebackers are still solid. They're going to get pressure on Russell Wilson because of how horrible that offensive line is. And Russell Wilson has been horrible these past few weeks. Metcalf is um five points and seven points the last two weeks so yeah. if this guy doesn't score a touchdown which that's how he gets most of his points he's very touchdown dependent i think he doesn't get to 15.4 washington's solid defense they, they've tripped up a lot of people lately i think they give russell wilson fits and metcalf does not score 15.4 yeah he's been so up and down and mostly down so. but that's the whole seattle roster yeah, one well, week is boom, one week is bust. You know he's got the opportunity, but hey, what are you seeing out there? Great job on hot and cold, man. That's hot and cold. What are you seeing out there on injury impacts, man? I, I think the biggest one right now, Michael Carter is out. So look and go get Ty Johnson. He's not owned in very many leagues. He's already been getting bigger and bigger in the passing game and gotten over 10 points many, many times in the past few weeks. So with Carter out, he's going to get even more runs. Uh, so look for him to get a big boost. He's projected for over 10 this week and not owned, like I said, in many leagues. So get Ty Johnson. If you have the chance, I would not go Tevin Coleman because I don't think he'll get many red zone opportunities and he's only a rusher. Ty Johnson's your guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. That sounds good. Let's go to take or mistake. All One right. of my favorite games everybody tells us. I pick a player that had a big week last week. T-Money tells me whether we should take the bait or if last week was just a mistake. Let's start off with the quarterback. All right. Ben Surprise. Roethlisberger at Pittsburgh. Big Ben, the 39-year-old, looks like he's turned things around after a rough start to the season. He's posted a 9-0 touchdown interception ratio over his last five contests. Can Ben keep things rolling in a pivotal AFC North matchup against the Bengals on Sunday? Team money. Is Big Ben a take after the bye, or would that be a mistake? I'm going to give it a easy take. How about that? I like Big Ben as a great backup option on your bench. If you got a guy in a bye, you got a guy hurt, or you just don't like the matchup of your starting quarterback. 
I like Ben Roethlisberger. I have him in many leagues as my backup quarterback. So I think he's a great option versus a team like the Bengals. I think, you know, they've been getting pressure with Hubbard, but I think it's more of a take than a mistake. Uh, I like Big Ben as a solid fringe starter in fantasy football. Okay, let's move on to the running backs. We're going to Kansas City. We're going to talk about CEH. Oh, my God. Clyde Edwards Alaire rushed 12 times for 63 yards and a touchdown, had two receptions for 13 yards, scoring 16 fantasy points. CEH has had a tough season to date, but he still has time to post some big numbers after Kansas City's week 12 bye. Team Money, is CEH a take after the bye, or would that be a mistake? Once again, I'm going to go on an easy take here. I like him. Easy take. I like him as a flex option. He is not a starting running back. He might not even be a B level running back at this point, but he's a good flex option because he has such boom potential with that offense. I do think he's going to get over 10 points a game. I don't think that's going to be a problem for him because how good he is. Solid floor. He's a very, very good floor. And, Look, they're going to rely on this run game more this year than ever because of how bad Patrick Mahomes has been. So I like him as a great flex option and a solid floor player you can rely on to potentially get 20-plus. All right, sounds good. Let's go to the wide receiver out of Arizona, Rondale Moore. Caught 11 passes for 51 yards on 11 targets against Seattle on Sunday for a total of 16 fantasy points. Moore has been a disappointment this year but he still has some time to post some big numbers and he's available on the waiver wires team money is rondell moore a take or would that be a mistake that's a mistake like you just said he had 11 targets but he had 16 points that kind of tells you there are a lot of short crossing routes he's not an end zone target because of how small he is and Colt McCoy is the quarterback right now. When Kyler comes back, he likes the big boys. He likes Hopkins. He likes Green. He likes Ertz. So I don't see Rondell Moore being a starting option. If you in a deep league and you need a flex, sure, throw him out there. Hope to get a, a boom. But this guy's mostly bust. So that's a mistake. Hey, we hope you love the show. Take or mistake. Team Money, great job there. And we hope you're loving the new fantasy football show brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Press the like and subscribe and look for our podcast and our mini segments on all the platforms at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. If you're sitting to sponsoring or being a guest on our fantasy show, hey, reach out to us, man. T-Money, good luck this week in fantasy. You're ahead of me only on the tiebreaker, man. I'm coming after you. All right, man. Let's go. It's coming down to the wire. Good luck. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right. Peace out.